Hello and welcome to the Recovery Club or welcome back. I'm your hog podcast host Emily and today's episode is kind of just a rant about influencers and how in my opinion I think a lot of influencers are promoting eating disorders or at least disordered eating habits and it's something I want to talk about because I'm very passionate about it. It's been a while since the last podcast episode so I just want to fill you in and ask how you are. I hope you're doing okay. Obviously you cannot talk back in this. I mean, you can talk back, but I can't hear you. But I hope you're doing okay. And if you're not, then I'm always here. You can always DM me. You can always email me. Um, everything is going to be okay. Even if it's not now, things are going to be okay. I have been coming to terms with almost accepting that I am not doing so well mentally at the moment. I moved to university in September and almost ever since then my depression and my anxiety have just kind of come in full force and um and it's really been challenging it's been very challenging because even though my eating disorder my recovery is the best it's ever been and I'm solid in my recovery there are so many other things in my brain that that just are not making me happy necessarily and so I think I've had to really come to terms with asking for help which was hard for me personally again asking for help again especially when I think everyone's under the impression that you're fine um that's something I've been struggling with is you know now that I have gained all the weight and restored and I'm healthy and I'm happy in terms of my recovery people from the outside um, see me as someone who's better, someone who doesn't struggle with their mental health anymore, but that's not the case. I had mental health issues before I ever developed an eating disorder, and in my mind, I think that I really hung on to the fact that, you know, everything gets better in recovery, because it does. Recovery from an eating disorder is, is the most freeing, liberating experience, but at the same time, it doesn't free you from, from you know, if you have anxiety or if you have depression or bipolar disorder and whatever it is, it's, but it's still so worth it. And this is the thing, I found it difficult because everyone thought I was better. Everyone was so proud of me for getting better. And it was nice to not be a worry anymore. It was nice for people to not think of me as you know, oh, what's up with Emily now, instead of, you know, just see me as someone who's happy now, and actually admit, you know what, I'm not okay, I'm struggling, I'm finding uni really difficult, I haven't made many friends, because I'm stuck in my room, I don't go to uni ever, I do it online, and it's like, there are, I've just been almost so, I've just isolated myself almost, and I've kind of shut myself in, because, I've, de- I've like, I'm scared to go outside, I'm scared that these awful things are going to happen and I've just really been struggling in terms of my mental health and I think that's why I've taken a step back from everything because over the last three months I, um, I was feeling very, very self-conscious, not just about what I looked like but about who I was as a person and, you know, self-conscious about who, how my life had like turned into this nothingness almost where... I do nothing, I see nobody, I, and I think it's just been very difficult, but I, 
I reached out and I started counselling with this charity um, and it's been lovely, <laughs> lovely, obviously not lovely, but it's been nice having someone there to talk uh, to when I'm, when I'm, when I need it because I think the thing with me is I'm so worried that I'm going to burden other people and I'm so worried that, you know, I'm just going to be a worry all the time and that I'm more of a burden than I am a pleasure in people's lives, but that's not true and I know that, it's just sometimes we convince ourselves of something that isn't necessarily true because it's almost safer to believe that, it's safer to hate yourself I think than it is to love yourself or it feel, at least feel safer to hate yourself because it's comforting you know if you hate yourself it's almost like nobody can rip you down it's almost like you are the biggest um obstacle in your way it's almost comforting to know that because it's like the fear of the unknown right i think that's at least how i see it but i want better for myself i want to have a fulfilling life and that's the issue is i'm almost in a cycle of okay i um, I'm doing nothing because I'm so anxious to go outside, I'm doing nothing because I'm so depressed, I have no motivation, which is making me more sad, which is making me have no hope, but then I have this deep burning desire for this life, but I feel so distant from it, I feel so distant from the life I want, and the more I think about that, and the more I do nothing, the more I almost like just spiral into this shame cycle of, oh my god, like, it's almost like me being depressed is making me more depressed, and... I don't know this is just a very real honest update but at the same time I'm taking care of myself I am eating amazingly I am you know I'm doing my best I'm doing my best and I'm really trying to just piece things together one at a time focusing on things and yeah I'm sorry for taking a break I'm sorry for distancing myself from a lot of people and but I think I've just been in a hole almost and um, that's hard to explain, you know, I'm sorry I don't message because I don't want, it's not that I don't want to, it's almost like when you're depressed or when you are struggling with motivation or you just don't see the point in anything, it's almost like it takes a lot of energy to maintain friendships, it takes a lot of energy to even just message someone because the more you leave it, the more you build up and then you can, I convince myself, oh my god, it's too late to message this person, this person's probably pissed off at me because I've ghosted them or I've ignored them and it's like, it's just, I feel like I've got a lot of shame and I need to work on it and I am working on it but this episode isn't about this, it isn't about me, it's about my little rant on influencers and... <coughs> I have a cold and a cough <coughs> so I've literally drunk about <coughs> 16 mugs of chamomile tea like <coughs> in the last um in the last day it's been dreadful but I'm on the mend or whatever so I've just really wanted to make a podcast episode so here I am disclaimer trigger warning disclaimer I'm not a medical professional this is just my opinion and um I'm just trying to give you some advice based on my own personal experience, my opinions, and also research I've done. Trigger warning, I will be talking about eating disorders in quite some depth. I will be talking about um, sometimes depression and other mental illnesses, and they might overlap. So if any of that you feel is going to make you super uncomfortable and trigger you, please do not listen. But again, I like to make this a very safe space. This is just you and me trying to work on ourselves and recover from our eating disorders. And we've got this, we're gonna do this. So I love you and I hope you liked today's episode. 
Okay, so I'm very passionate about this subject, especially because um, it's affected me. It's affected people around me, but also because I've been, I've fallen victim to some of the many stupid things that influencers do or promote, promote, because I think the whole thing with influencers is that they are there to influence people to they almost don't really do this is not a hate okay influencers are people just disclaimer again influencers are people i respect i respect every single one of them but my issue lies with when influencers promote eating disorders or disordered habits that's where my issue lies with and that's um that's the focus of today's video so again no hate to any influencers i think there are so i think you know, everyone has so much good in them. This is just focused on the small percentage of people who love to glamorize disordered eating or promote disordered habits. So, yeah. So, I remember when I was in high school that the Kardashians, I think it was Chloe, or I don't know which Kardashian it was, they were promoting something on the Instagram. It was like a detox weight loss tea. But also, I think there were like little um lollipops at some point i don't know if they were, they were lollipops but they were promoting something like that and at the time someone very close to me was struggling with an eating disorder and it was very much you know i was very naive we were all very naive you know these were the kardashians for fuck's sake they were the it girls everyone wanted to be them and we were naive and impressionable so of course as young girls not of course but it was very easy to almost um fall into um, you know, to buy into these pro these promotions and to actually get the things that they're promoting. And so I remember from a young age, like the first time I ever saw these outfits, I was like, mm, I'm going to try that. You know, I'm not happy with my weight. Bearing in mind, I was a perfectly healthy, like, child. I was a, f I was a child, okay? And here I was listening to these people, these influencers, the Kardashians, like tell me that I should be drinking uh, like this tea to lose weight it seems like such an easy fix right it seems like what's wrong with this this is so this is fine this is great so I bought the tea the tea came blah 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 and I didn't see anything wrong with what I had done I didn't see anything wrong with the tea I didn't see anything wrong with the celebrities promoting this tea okay I didn't and it took me a year or so before I realised that was not healthy. This is not healthy. This is not a healthy way of weight loss. In fact, it's not healthy for me to even want to lose weight. It just, it took me a while to process that because I was so just naive almost. And, you know, we still are naive. I think a lot of us, we still definitely buy into this influencer, what influencers have to sell, what influencers have to say, you know? You see, influencers wearing skims okay that's the next trend everyone wants to buy skims you see influencers doing yoga and pilates okay let's i will do yoga and pilates let's have green smoothies and let's eat clean and stuff like that you don't realize it because it's very indirect nowadays i think it was very much more explicit back then but i feel like it's more implicit now like back then you had the kardashians doing these brand deals with like detox tea companies promoting the idea that we can attain their body if we buy this laxative tea which is absolutely dreadful for your health dreadful for you please never put that anywhere in your body um yeah they they almost promote the idea that we can get their body type if we drink this drink when in reality i bet these influencers have never used the product themselves and it's so unhealthy because these people 
they they get their body type through having personal trainers being able to afford personal trainers you know the best in the business they have their own personal gyms they have access to good gyms they have access and they have opportunities to get the body type they have because of their wealth because of their power because they have the time almost and this again is not discrediting them I think you know I'm not judging anyone I think everyone is allowed to do whatever they want as long as it makes them happy obviously you know within legal um, (laughs) I don't know where I'm going with this but the thing is it's a lie okay it's an illusion we cannot attain me I cannot ever have the same body as Kim Kardashian and that is unless obviously I have the same um, genetics as her unless I have the same money as her you know if I have the same personal trainers and I ate the same food even if I had the same personal trainer even if I had the same diet as her even if I had even was her fourth cousin I still would not have her body and this is the thing we can never have we can never almost have the same body as someone else we are also different and you cannot follow a trend or a program or a diet to attain this person's body because no matter how hard you try you will never look like this person no matter what you do you can be following their programs you can be taking every step they did and still look very different and it's also important to know that many of these influencers jobs revolves around their appearance or a big part a big aspect of their job is to maintain their aesthetic or their appearance they're not really going to be drinking this tea let's be honest they're not really going to be drinking this 20 pound detox tea they are only telling you to do this because they're getting paid a lot of money to do so okay they're getting paid a lot of money to promote products and this is all it's capitalism okay this is how capitalism works sorry i'm just going a little tangent people at the top the rich people they will profit off other people's pain other people's misery almost other people they will almost exploit other people for their own financial gain that is how i see it this is how i see a lot of influencer like the influencer culture toxic influencer culture is that these people promoting these teas promoting these fucking unhealthy weight loss things they're doing it because they're getting paid to do it not because they give a shit almost i don't know if that makes sense but diet culture is capitalism okay diet culture is capitalism and to be honest we cannot really trust influencers anymore because everywhere you look most people are taking this influencer lifestyle like route for the money benefits and that's absolutely fine any job you do is for financial gain as well as pleasure because we need money i'm not shaming that at all i think that is so justified but a lot you know this influencer lifestyle is also for the money benefits and they create their money by promoting products and by promoting businesses and it just so happens that some of the most successful most profitable industries are fitness industries beauty industries you know it's because it's almost like we are we have been conditioned to care we've been conditioned to care if we look tanned or not we've been conditioned to care if we have our arms shaved or not you know we are conditioned to to buy into the latest trends because otherwise you feel shame in yourself you feel like you're not doing the right things you know if you eat quotation marks unhealthy you feel like oh you feel shame because you're not eating clean like all these the people we almost are conditioned to admire now these people 
promote these influencers promote brands and these brands give them a lot of money to say positive things about the products influencer culture is so entwined with diet culture okay that often there are just overlaps straight overlaps you know green smoothies yoga but things you don't even like think of because it's implicit it's like indirectly things like influencers with the whole new pilates princess trend and clean eating and an emphasis on aesthetics we don't often realize though that this is happening because while it is promoting the ideals of diet culture it's doing it very discreetly it's very subconscious but when you actually look at the messages many mainstream influencers are putting out there they're not that different to messages from diet culture you know and yeah i take what you want from this another thing is um the recovery community now I've realized I was spending many, many hours like on recovery community like TikTok or Instagram that the people that often get the most followers are people who appear um, underweight or appear to be very physically sick. And I think this is because subconsciously people, you know, we're triggering ourselves. Sometimes when you look at recovery TikTok accounts with many followers, their content is mostly videos or photos and their body is in it in some way and now I'm not saying at all that people are not allowed to freely exist in their own bodies and no one should be shamed for 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 their own bodies but when you label yourself a recovery account and yet every single TikTok features your body in some way strained or not strained it's like we do not need to to see this almost it's it's so unnecessary to the to the to the context to the to the mission if your mission is to help people i want to know why you feel the need necessarily to be wearing you know very um not wear just to you know what i mean a lot of recovery accounts with the most followers have a lot of content on there which features their body a lot of it and it just isn't relevant because you know if you look at like depression or anxiety tiktok a lot of these tiktoks do not have people's bodies in because it's not relevant to the topic if that makes sense and especially in the recovery community if your body is not relevant to the tiktok in some way but also if it is a recovery thing it's almost like why are you putting in this unnecessary why are you featuring this your body unnecessarily knowing the co- knowing that there is potential for it to trigger a lot of people now i understand that you know when you are deep in an eating disorder sometimes you can't even realize the extent of your own um effect on other people that's something i've learned and something i've learned myself through through doing it myself where there have been times i don't even think how could this ever trigger someone and yet it does and I post something and I instantly am like shit no like this has triggered somebody I should take this down and I shouldn't post it anyway and then I question why did I even post this deep down why did I post this because what does like what am I what am I gaining what's anyone gaining from you know how would this TikTok differ if it didn't have just my legs in it or my body in it it's like it wouldn't change at all it wouldn't change the meaning in fact it probably make the goal of helping people yeah it would help you succeed that goal much more and then 
another thing is like the fitness influencers people who go from um you know recovery uh, or eating disorder to fitness focused content and I've seen this a lot and my personal experience of being a viewer of this content is it triggers me it makes me feel like I need to go to the gym in recovery I need to gain weight by lifting weights instead of just resting and this is the thing the people who are in recovery and become fitness influencers sharing their workouts and it these people have said in the past they've struggled with exercise compulsion or addiction or you know over exercising and when you have an eating disorder the healthiest thing you can do for yourself is to give up those behaviors for a while and I think this is something I don't think people understand enough the healthiest thing you can do for yourself is going to be something different from other people what is healthy for someone else is not going to be healthy for you and vice versa. You know, going to the gym, great for your mental health, great for your physical health, when you have not had the issues of an eating disorder, when you have not been, um, you know, when you have not had issues with disordered eating or a uh, exercise compulsion, addiction, it's not healthy for you to be going to the gym. It's healthy for you to be resting. Now, again, this is an opinion. Everyone is going to have a different opinion. And a lot of people are saying, oh, well, my doctor said I could go to the gym. You know what? My, um, yes, I understand that. My doctors told me I could go to the gym five times a week, minimum. Um, I should go five times a week, minimum. Um, people, professionals are not always right. I knew in myself, what the fuck, this is bullshit, I am not doing that. Why is this person, he's trying to help me recover from eating disorder, saying this to me. It's almost like you almost have to have your own fighter in the background being like, okay, no, no matter what people tell you, no matter what your therapist is allowed, no matter, you know, if you're allowed to go to the gym, you need to ask yourself, okay, if you have been told by someone else you can go to the gym, that doesn't mean it's healthy for you. Definitely not, okay? you have to really question why you even want to go to the gym. Sorry, this is not making sense, not making very much sense. People who post um, gym content on recovery pages just trigger people. And me, other people I know, everyone I speak to, it almost inf infuriates them. But that's what gives these people followers is that people are triggering themselves. People are not looking at this content because, oh my God, let me see how this... Um, how this person who's really struggled with an eating disorder is how much weight they can lift and how you know how long they can run for and and stuff like that that's not healthy for other people people do not need to know that because people are already these people with eating disorders in recovery are already so vulnerable so vulnerable it's not helpful for them to be on tiktok or be anywhere and look at it and i know it's a choice it's a choice about who you follow it's a choice about you know you can block people but the, at the end of the day, if you make an account, you call yourself a recovery account, you are posting content onto it, knowing you, people are going to be seeing it, that's your responsibility. What you put out there is your responsibility. Not how people react, but what you put out there. And if people are telling you this content is triggering, please listen. They are not lying. Just because you cannot see the extent of your impact or or the impact on other people it doesn't mean that you can invalidate the feelings of those who do and it's hard it's a difficult one because everyone's got the freedom 
to post what they want to and no one should be saying you can't post this but I just wish people took more accountability and responsibility because what you put out there is ultimately going to have an impact on other people you can't change that fact it will have an impact on other people and you need to really ask yourself why are you posting this who is this actually going to benefit because it doesn't benefit many people if you are promoting disordered habits if you were showing people the exercise routines you were doing and how much you're eating what you're eating if people can see everything you're eating and doing in a day how is this healthy for anyone please someone someone answer that question because it's just not it really just isn't and i think this is a definitely this is definitely a huge reason why I took a step back from the recovery community because I was finding myself constantly triggered by it and not wanting to be there because then I'd feel compelled to go to the gym or I'd feel compelled to eat this or to eat loads of protein and it's just not healthy. The healthiest thing I did was almost escape the eating disorder world, you know, ignore my eating disorder thoughts but also just ignore eating disorders in general and that came with distancing myself from friends, that came with taking myself off my recovery account and actually choosing content to consume that was mood boosting i know how content you consume can change everything it can influence your behaviors you know it can make you depressed if you if you are just constantly watching depressing things and it can make you happy if you're constantly watching like mamma or shit like that i know that from my own personal experience but the content you consume is so impactful, even on a subconscious level that you are unaware of. You have to choose very wisely about what you are seeing, what you're allowing yourself to see. Take responsibility, unfollow those accounts, choose to consume genuinely helpful content. Like people who actually have your best interests at heart, people who want you to recover and are not going to attempt to do so in or like preach it in a way that is going to be toxic to you it's so important for you to look out for yourself because I just wanted to highlight almost how there is so much, so much negative, unhelpful content out there that is doing you far more harm than you even realise because it is subconscious. So please take the time, do like an unfollowing cleanse, delete TikTok, delete your apps for a bit, choose to consume content that's actually going to help you, people who have genuine intentions and are not doing it in a way that's going to trigger you, okay? Look after yourself, that is the most important thing, look after yourself. I want to say thank you so much for all the love and support, I am in the best place where I've been in recovery and I feel very grateful for the fact that you listen and you want to get better I think that's the best that's the most amazing thing you can do for yourself and so thank you and if you like the recovery club podcast make sure to leave a rating if you want to and um if you want the recovery journal book which is an interactive and educational recovery guide I've written then go ahead it's in the link in the bio treat yourself treat someone you love and choose yourself choose yourself choose your life and choose your healing okay always i love you and i will see you in an episode hopefully much sooner but just keep holding on you're allowed to reach out for help please do if you're struggling and you're not alone i love you and i'll see you in the next episode